All right, guys, you are here with the Sports Line Predictors, and we are talking golf this week. But you know, we're going to talk some other sports before we get into things. It's your boy, AJ, followed alongside by my good friend and colleague, Matt. How you doing, Matt? I'm doing all right. How about you? Doing pretty well. You know, didn't do too bad last week on our picks. Had some good value ones. You know, it's really tough with those ones that don't have that clear-cut favorite and the field's a little bit more wide open. Similar to this week. So, you know, but I'm I'm riding high off some of our hits that we had last week. I'm riding high off of how our current success is doing on our Instagram social media pages, TikTok, Twitter. So let's get this out of the way. You got to go follow us because we are on what people call a heater. Yesterday, July 3rd, we had that sweep on our picks, Matt. Beautiful day. Beautiful, beautiful day. Day before that, we cool. We we had cooled off. We went two two of eight, but the day before that, we went six and two. Then the day before that, we went six and two. Day before that, we went like four and zero, oh, five five two and one in there as well. You know, we are just seeing beautiful picks, and I think it's all been coming from that first long shot winner that we had in the golf tournament. A couple three, four weeks ago. So we are riding high over the last month. And we're just hoping that you guys get out there and and get a part of it. Just get a little piece of the pie. So let's get this out there. If you're following on Instagram, it's at Sportsline Predictors. If you're following on TikTok and Twitter, it's at Sportsline P. Especially, you got to get on the Instagram because the Instagram, we're going to be putting some stuff out there for the Fantasy Football League. We're going to be putting some stuff out there for golf. We got our picks out there. We got so much stuff that we that we do. On, that's usually where I'm at if you, need to, if you need to hit me up for some of the stuff that we're talking about, you know. So make sure you go follow our Instagram page. And got to give a huge shout out to the handicappers because they're doing their part in, in just making us just – liking our photos, promoting us, doing all this stuff, really getting our name out there. And, you know, we just, we just gotta, we just gotta keep going with it. I'm doing my part. They're doing theirs. It's beautiful. I think that's all we gotta really say about that, Matt. Don't you think? Yeah. I mean, I've got a little bit of a trivia question for you today. Ooh, Matt's got a trivia question for us. What, what you got, Matt? Let's see. All righty. So first time it's done. Who is the first person with 20 home runs, 40 stolen bases, and 50 RBIs before the All-Star break? Oh, dude. Oh, dude, you got to give me an easier one than that. That's Acuna. <laughs> the 40 stolen bases is what gave it off because he, he broke his record, had 39 the other day, and then had 40, I think, the same, the same night, back-to-back. It's true, and you know who the who the home run leader is right now, right? Shohei. Yeah, I mean, this is it, it's getting interesting. I can't believe it's almost All Star break already. Yeah, I know. You know what i i I'm loving MLB right now because we're on the heater. But besides that, 
I just think there's just been some really good baseball. You're definitely seeing some teams that are just taking off and, and just doing their things. Shout out to the Atlanta Braves. I'm If I'm betting the Braves, I'm betting their run line at minus one and a half because stats show if they're going to win, they're going to win by two or more. I mean, they're on an impeccable run right now, especially if you're not as confident with those i mean even with those with those lesser pitchers in their rotations you know that four and five they're getting great production from them and and the line showing you can still bet their money line when they have them because their their offense is just doing really well i mean and they're playing very sound defensively keeping i believe they won four two yesterday we had them as one of our max plays and they cashed out for us so it was beautiful i mean shout out to the atlanta braves shout out to the San Francisco Giants, they also are are doing very well right now. 10 and 2 in their last 12 games versus that pitcher. Hey, I I told you I was high. If you guys have been following us, I have been high on the San Francisco 49 or San Francisco Giants. Wow. I'm all ready for football. San Francisco Giants. For they were they were one of my teams, they were one of my dark horse teams to win that division and and to win the the World Series. So they're they're playing some really good baseball right now. So I'm really ecstatic for that. Um what are you seeing around the MLB, Matt, that you're really excited for? Um, I mean, you did see that uh Lonzo's chasing number three uh home run batting title. Yes. For the All Star Week. Um do I think he's gonna do it? No. I don't think so either. I know you and I have gone back and forth on who who we think are going to do it. Um, I I think uh, I think your pick is going to run out of steam. Who bets? Yeah. No. So here's the thing: bets is just so hot right now. You know. I think he's going to run out of steam. I I told you this. I a huge Blue Jays fan. I you know you love to see Vlad in there, but. I want to see some other players that are playing a little bit better baseball. Vlad's only got 12, 13 home runs on the season right now. And you've got players out there who's got 20 to 30. And then you've got Shohei. Shohei, yeah. I know Shohei's probably everybody's favorite to to win it. I don't know if he's I don't know if he's in it this year. I don't know if he is, but if he I, he should be in it. I mean, you're talking about All Star. You're, you're talking about the home run derby. You have to have the, the home run leader. You have to have the home run leader and essentially the hottest player in baseball. Pretty much the face of baseball right now. <laughs> um, I mean, you've got some you've got some nice, form, I guess. I mean, I don't know. You got some really nice matchups today that I'll probably I'll probably make a couple parlays on. I mean, 15. you got the Philly Rays. You've got the net or the the Mets and the Diamondbacks. Got the I, Angels and the Padres. I'm loving that Mets and Diamondbacks series today. I I got I'm loving Nemo for a run. I'm loving Alonzo for an RBI. Marte for maybe a hit run RBI combo. There was another player I liked that I didn't throw in there. Um, Is that McNeil or Lindor? It was it was McNeil. It was McNeil. McNeil hasn't struck out against this guy. I think he's only two for seven in his career against him, but has not struck out. So that if they can get some, some base runners and maybe sack fly for an RBI. You got the blue Jays playing the white Sox today. I am excited for that game. I think it's going to go. I think it's going to be a, a good offensive game. I think 
both teams have the potential to go off. Chicago hits Bassett pretty well, and um, on the reverse hand, you always have the the Blue Jays who can explode offensively, and they have a couple players tonight that can do well. I, I think I like Springer and Bichette mostly tonight. For I you think got the Dodgers and the Pirates. Yeah, I. I, I I don't know. Did you see Tant Santana's walk, like his home run celebration? I did. Oh my gosh, dude! It was it was literally awesome. I love it. He danced it and then just powerhouses through home. Um, but as you were mentioning the Braves, the Braves, the Braves, they are playing the Guardians tonight. I would imagine. That that game goes over and runs. Yeah, I was gonna say I when I was doing my picks for today. I know I sent you my list. I had them at the run line at minus one and a half, one and a half, because that's just what my trend has been for them. But I do like them on the over. I think they can kind of just clear it themselves. I know there's a little bit of the they're at the end of their rotation here. So, but this pitcher, I think he's pitched once or something like that. But he pitched pretty well. But I think. You know, we'll see. But I think the I think and well, it's the thing is, is both teams can put up runs. Yeah, but then also the Guardians sometimes can put up one. But I think I think they I think it's a clear over today in that game. I agree. And we're looking. We're talking about July fourth. Where it's the fourth of July, guys. Fourth of July. So that's true. That is true. I mean, you know, Fourth of July, Lots America of fireworks, baseball. Hot Same. dog eating contest. I hear. Uh, I haven't heard anything on that yet. God, dude, I don't want to. I don't want to bet on a uh, chestnut. I'm not. I'm. I don't want to hear hot dog eating contests at all for personal traumatic reasons, which I won't state. But man, those people can down them glizzies. Here's the thing. I don't know. It's just like they they down them and then they just like you got to submerge them in water, smash them, and then just one throw them. And then afterwards, you're just hurling them up. It's, it's like it's not a good time. I think you win like ten thousand dollars for it, but it's like is that honestly worth it for for your mouth and your bunghole? Oh my gosh! I think last year. Remember last year, Joey Chestnut choked some dude out. I think so. Yeah, it was awesome. That was like the most excitement you'll ever get at the hot dog eating contest. So there's one other thing I want to hit on real fast, too. What? All of the major moves happening in the NBA. Oh, gosh. You got some good ones. Which where do you want to go? I mean, there is so many things happening right now. I mean, you got Dame demanding a trade. After, after... He said he would stay so Grant could get that big contract, who he's probably going to get traded now. I would see him as a trade target for. <laughs> I'm kind of curious where he's going to end up. I, I hear, I keep hearing Miami. Utah. Utah, Utah Jazz. Oh. You heard it here first, Utah Jazz. Uh, I mean, you saw another Syracuse player, O'Shea Brissett, went to the Celtics. Yeah, yeah, I got to love those Syracuse. Good, good kind of role player. Good defensive player for him. Plays power forward. Did I hear? Uh, did I hear Clarkson got re-signed? Clarkson did get re-signed to a three-year deal. Keeps him in the Jazz until 25, 26. And I'm trying to think of what else we got. You got uh, Westbrook re-signing with the Clippers for two years. 
You do. Um, you had Austin Reeves got a nice deal. I actually had a lot of people asking me um, what I thought about the deal the New York Knicks gave DiVincenzo. Uh, I don't know. We'll have to see if he can step it up. I mean, definitely a, a player. He was a captain of Villanova, led them to that national championship game. Definitely a smart player. Very good IQ. I don't think he's worth the $50 million. I don't think he's worth the $50 million, but I mean, I think he's, he's definitely a good player. I just don't think he's going to – he has to play so well. They have to make the playoffs, and I think they have to win a championship for that contract to be any justifiable at all. So now my next question for you is, how do you feel about the Grizzlies right now? You've got Morant, Derrick Rose, uh, what's his name, uh, Marcus Smart. Duran Jackson Jr., you got Desmond Bain. Desmond Bain, they got rid of Dylan Brooks, you know, I think they still have Adams. I can't believe Dylan Brooks got the deal he got. Yeah, that's Houston is dumb. <laughs> I mean, defensive player, I guess, but I just, I never been a fan of Dylan Brooks. And then you had Struess going to the Cavaliers. Yep. There was a player. Hold on. I'm going to pull him up right now because there was a player that, that got signed and he, he is making his comeback to the NBA. Huh. Who it was? I want to pull it up, but keep going. I'm going to pull it up while while you kind of go over a couple other players. You got Gabe Vincent, who got a pretty nice deal. Fred Van Vliet, I believe he went over to the Rockets. Yeah. Um, Rockets got a lot of guards right now. Yeah. Um, Draymond Green got a nice extension. I don't think it's worth it, but stupid. <laughs> Um, the Bulls. Got <laughs> Craig, I know that. The what? The Bulls got Tory Craig from the Suns. Okay. Signed him to a two-year deal. I believe the second one's a, a player option. But yeah, still not a, a bad pick up there. Who am I thinking of that's that got signed and is making his return again? Let me see. Who else do you got? Who else are you excited for? I mean, I'm still waiting to see if uh, the Bucks are going to deal uh, Giannis out. I know we've talked about it. I think he's got, what, two more years on his deal. Um, I'd like to see him go to New York. I don't think he's going to leave because they re-signed Middleton to that contract specifically for that. Yeah, Middleton did get a nice deal. Uh, but then you keep hearing the rumors right now saying that uh, Maxi's untouchable. That is true, yeah. I don't know. I do, I I do like, like that. Maxi. I like him. I mean, good, good solid point guard. Um, it's just like when you think, think of some of these players at point guard, there's definitely – you want def- – like he's good at offensively, but you want to see a little bit more overall – I guess. And that's kind of where a lot of point guards are lacking these days. Yeah, I mean, you, you've, seen, you've seen my parlays. Usually I like to take uh, Maxi for some stuff. I actually would kind of like to see Maxi make it to the uh, to the Celtics. That actually would be ridiculous. Yeah. 
But I found out the player that is set to return to the NBA. Who do you got? So Dante Exum set for NBA return with the Dallas Mavericks, the num- the former number five overall pick of the 2014 draft. Still very young. I think he's only like 26, 27. Very long player. Played very well. I think he was the most effective player defensively against James Harden when he was on his tear with Houston in that playoff series and everything. But they haven't been released, but he's definitely set for his return to the NBA, potentially, you know, to to make his way onto the roster. And then, didn't I see, uh, what was it? I know Kyrie and Luke are still playing together. Yeah. But they also, didn't they just get Seth Curry over there? I have no idea. Yeah, I think Seth Curry just went back over there. I know that the the Warriors had got Corey Joseph, which I know a lot of people were excited about. And the Lopez twins are, are yeah, the Lopez twins are playing together again like they did at Stanford. Where are they both now? The Bucks. They are? Yep. Huh. Yeah. I like it. I, I love Robin Lopez and Brooke Lopez is is well defensive of the player of the year candidate or, or reigning defensive player of the year. I don't know. But he's a good player and you know, just the banter between the two of them during games and just at practice and just everywhere is just hilarious. So I, I love the the locker room thing that they're getting there at the Bucks. <laughs> yeah, I mean you've got you've got a lot of movement happening and the dust still hasn't settled yet. Very true. Very true. I'm excited to see some more stuff. We got the, what is it, MLB draft coming up here soon, so we'll be excited for that. You got Pittsburgh with the number one overall pick. We'll see who they end up taking. We'll talk about that a little later on another episode. But you also have, what is it, the, what's it called, NFL, uh, Preseason coming up here soon. I know, next month. I know, I'm excited. It's one month away, guys. So we got to get this fantasy football league thing all situated and settled out. So we'll get a post out there for the fans. Do a little, you know, do a little, do a little fun way of, of figuring out who the four fans are going to be for the for the fantasy football page or league. Sorry, but yeah, should we get into our golf? Matt, I don't know. I feel like we we've we've talked. Yeah, yeah. Uh, let's let's get into it. I mean, obviously, you know, I, I'll let you tip off the the tournament and all that stuff. I just want to say one thing. Say it. Who is the current reigning champ? All right. So you, I'll, I'm gonna get there, Matt, and. You'll like it. I know you're going to like it. So I, I did make money on this last year, too. I know you did, You because you love him. So we got the John Deere Classic. And let's see. we The TPC John Deere last year, you had JT Poston delivered and won the event with a minus 18. And this is a par 71 course in Silvis, Illinois, and it's 7,268 yards. But guess what, Matt? It's a very easy course with very easy fairways to hit. And it's got bent. Oh, don't take that away from him. Do not take that away from him. It's a very easy course. It's probably one of the easiest courses on this tour. 
that's why a lot of people sit out on it. I mean, most you, you see a lot of people who who have very high minus to wins, like minus strokes, but under they're very they're a lot under they're very under. But most most will have the short approach to greens, and usually it's going to be like a putting contest, which which I love. So some key areas and stats that I'm targeting this week are strokes gained on the approach because there's just going to be a lot of iron and wedge play to the green. And so you don't really need to focus on power off the tee. I'm also focusing on birdie and better uh, gained. So 12 out of the 18 hole here, uh, average under par. So very huge stat. Also, I'm looking at par fours, but more specifically in the 400 to 450 yard range, there's five par fours in this range. So looking at golfers who can who can do very well there. Also looking at hole proximity between 125 to 150 yards. This is a very common range here, and it's most likely going to be where a lot of these golfers are, are hitting from. And... It's just going to be a wedge fest. So I don't know. I'm I'm really going into that. Greens and regulation are just going to be higher this week. Um, but then finally, I'm also keying in on strokes gained on putting, but specifically on the bent grass. So we'll see. Whoever can can get hot on the putting this week, I think, is going to do the best shot of winning this tournament. Because this tournament lacks star power, so look for anyone to kind of take it, but don't look too okay, deep. Okay, okay, there okay, okay. Better golfers to look at. So, so I, I what did you say he won with last year? I think it was like a minus eighteen or minus twenty-one or something like that. It was minus twenty-one. Yeah. I mean, you can't discount that field, though. I mean, there were some, there were some competitors in there. There was Sahith Tagala was in there. The Woos were in there. Three or four years prior, I think the the score was like minus twenty six, though. <laughs> Mark Hubbard was in there. Cam Davis, Denny McCarthy, uh, yep. Grillo. Yeah, you got a lot of players that were in it last year, but I mean, you still had. You didn't have a lot of those superstars in there, but no. You, and here's the thing: Poston was on a hot streak because he had came in second the week before that. Anything can happen. I know anything can happen. I, I don't know. So, what do you? Where do you got him this week? Oh, that's silly. <laughs> I know. I'm trying to trying to sneak some stuff out. I want to give a little key key shout outs to some of our picks from last week, though. So last week, the winner was Ricky Fowler, so he secured that top 10 pick for us at plus 180. Matt had that beautiful Morikawa uh, pick at plus 180. He had the top 10 at plus 185. Morikawa obviously came in second. You had I had more for a top 30 and for at plus 140, and he came in fourth. Also, wait, you, wait, wait. I had Ricky Fowler at top five. Did you? I did. At you plus... It was t- uh, top five plus three forty. Look at that guy! See, I didn't, even, I didn't even remember that one. Look at that, beautiful, plus three thirty at the Fowler top five. So, yeah, that was a good pick, Matt. That was a great pick. Um, three forty. Three forty. I think that was our highest payout of the of the week. 
of all of our picks. So yeah, great, great pick there. We also had a couple more hits. So you had Jaeger with a top nine. So we secured that top 24 us at plus 230. You had, who was it? Oh, wow. So my long shot, Dylan Wu, had a very bad last day. But he still secured that top 30 because I told you I was hedging that long shot. So he he had the top 30 hit for us at plus two, 240. Also, we had our fade in Finau who missed the cut. couple notables, though. You had Chris Kirk. He just missed. He is at top four, tied for 14th. He just missed the top 10. That would have been a plus 500 hit by one stroke. So tragic. But also, you had Richie Wierenski, who was my first round leader. He ended at fourth that day. And that was a huge, that would have been a huge payout, Matt. Jeez. So, I don't know. We, we, we did pretty well last week. I mean, I, I told you a lot of this value was going to come in, in these top, top. Like, I wasn't really too fond on a winner. Obviously, we were fond on, on a golfer. Obviously, we both were very fond on Fowler. And he he gave us some good good payouts there. So, yeah. I, I'm very inclined to tell you guys that this week is also very similar to last week in the regards of I don't have a lot of to wins. I think I have two and then maybe a long shot for you guys. And then I have... So uh, some tops and all that, but I actually don't have a lot of picks for, for you. I mean, I have, I think I'm going over 10 or 11 for you guys today, but I think they're all great value and let's start it off, Matt. So I'm going to go, I think this is just a lock. So I'm going to start off with my lock of the week, Matt in Russell Henley for a top 10 at plus 180. He's got four consecutive top 19 finishes in PGA Tour events. He also has a top 14 at the U.S. Open. In his last 12 rounds of golf, he ranks number 11 in birdie or better situations, number six in strokes gained on ball striking, number four in strokes gained on the approach, and number five in driving accuracy. So I, he's, I think, the, the clear-cut favorite. I think it's either him or McCarthy are the favorite to win this. I think whenever you're getting the favorite at a plus, top 10, at a plus value, I think you should take that. And I really think Henley, with this lesser field and his, you know, past results on this course and him, you know, being a PGA Tour veteran – I think he can very much secure this top 10 of the week for us. We cannot bet Ricky Fowler on that top 10 because he's not playing, but I would take this one as a very similar bet to that. So that's why I have it as my lock of the week. So Russell Henley, top 10. Let's not get too much more into it. Let's get right on into our next guy. Who is a player who... I wanted to see just a little bit more from I had him for a top 20 last week. I have him for a top 20 again this week in Ludwig Aberg for plus 140. So he played well three out of the four days last week. 
one of those days he didn't do too well. I think it was day three, but then he came back on day four and, and, and shot pretty pretty good. And I think it was just he shot even. He didn't even shoot a plus. I think he just shot even on, on that third day. So he has a top 25 finish in all the starts. But he also was, in 2022, he was the number one world amateur golf ranked ranker. Uh, ranked he was number one ranked in that so obviously he, he's a very good golfer and he's been playing very good in his last three and with the lesser field he's actually one of the favorites i think to win this i think he's i think he's one of the top five people that people are having if you look it up he's either like he's in the five to ten range or somewhere right around that but i i do like him for a for a top 20 this week i think if you're getting that at plus 140 i think it's a great value pick especially he just missed that that top 20 for us last week by by just a couple strokes so if he can just stay consistent especially on this very easy course i think he can get that top 20 for us easily let's get on to my next pick matt which i think is a i'm gonna throw in a little bit better of a value pick for us so we got adam shank at plus 300 for a top 10 this guy is from here. I think he's five hours away. He's a Purdue native. He played well last week. And he's got four career appearances here. He's got a top six and a top four. And he just thrives in birdie fest. His strengths are pretty much his irons and his putters. And he's gained strokes on approach in the past seven events. So playing very good golf. Lesser field, of course. I'm stretching that this week, guys. Lesser field. Top 10 for Adam Shank is not out of the picture, especially at plus 300, which is very good value, I think. So I'm willing to, to sprinkle a little bit on, on Adam Shank to, to play well this week and, and to kind of get maybe, you know, I don't know. It's tough because he has the top six and the top four. I don't want to say maybe he gets his third top uh, or second top five, but third, I think he for sure gets his third top 10 here. So I'm willing to go with uh, Adam Shank at a top 10 at plus 300. Not really going to get too much into that much, uh, too much more into that one, guys. Let's get on to my next player who I have not talked about at all this year but I think I'm going to start talking to him about him a little bit more. Hopefully I'll be talking to him. I mean, that would be really cool, but it's Sepp Straka and I got him at top 10 for a plus 500. So he was in prime shape to do well last week, but fell apart on Saturday, but then came back on Sunday. Uh, he's made the past five or six cuts with Two top 20 finishes, including a top seven at the PGA Championship, which is a very tough course. He's gained strokes on putting in his past four events on bent grass, and he had a top 26 here in 2019. So I'm willing to say he's a better golfer than he was then. And top 10 at plus 500, I'm willing to throw a little bit on that. I, I think it's a very good pick, especially with the kind of field that it is. So. I really like that pick. I was inclined to make that one my pick of the week, but I I think the uh, the Henley at top ten at plus one eighty is just a little bit more of a safer pick. But I I think that this is just 
I think he does top 20 for sure. If he doesn't top 10, I think he's right in the 11 or 12 range, Matt. I don't think he's very, I think he's very borderline if he doesn't make it. But I, I think he gets this top 10. I think he sits right around like the 7, 8, or 9. So, I know I haven't given you guys any to wins yet, but I'm going to give you one right here. And Matt, you've already talked about him. You mentioned him. He lost last year. He had a minus 18. He lost last year to Poston, and it's Emiliano Grillo. And if you guys know, I had him as my long shot uh, uh, maybe a month or so ago, but I, I like I like Grillo. So he had a top two last year behind Poston. He's playing very good golf right now. He won the Charles Schwab. He had a top 48 at the Memorial, a top 15 at the travelers he's got four top fives this season so i'm hedging him as well for a top five so in his past 24 rounds of golf he's number three in strokes gained on the approach at 23.6 and he's number two in birdie or better situations and i think that is just a very good combo on this course so i got him at to win it's a plus three thousand and if you hedge him for a top five, it's uh, a plus 700. So I think he picks up his fifth top five. I think that's just a very good number here. And I think he could very possibly pick up win number two, two on the season. And I know he, he lost to Poston last year. I don't think he's going to lose to Poston this year. I think he blows Poston out the water. He doesn't give Poston the chance to beat him. You heard it here first, Matt. Let's get into my next pick. In let's do Alex Smalley for a top twenty at plus one eighty. So this is a guy who's been great with his irons as of late. In his ranks number four in the field at strokes gained in the approach between 400 and 450 yards at 21.1. Uh, strokes gained on the approach last week, he had 7.3. At the Travelers, uh, strokes gained on the approach, he had 5.8. And at the RBC Canadian, he had 2.2. He had a top 16 last year, but he gained 7.5 strokes T to green. If he can get his putting going, look for him to clear this top 20 pick easily. If he can't get those putter the putting going, look for him to be right in this range. So he's one of those guys where I wanted to go higher with him, maybe even have him as my long shot or something like that as a top five or top ten because I feel like he could easily clear this pick, but only if he gets that putting going. But I think it's going to be a putting fest, so it's going to kind of be tough to get your – kind of you got to stick out against this putting, and you got to kind of do it on some other areas. So I think he can definitely get that top 20 at that plus 180 value. Not too much more to say about that, Matt. I think that's a good pick. Let's get in to another player that I have to win this. And 
We talked about him last week. We're going to talk about him this week. It's Steven Yeager. And I got him to win, and I'm also hedging him for a top 10. So if you do those, to win, it's plus 3,000. In a top 10, it's plus 330. So like I said, I'm looking at iron play to play a big part of some of these key stats. And Jaeger is a guy who was hot last week with his irons. Last week, 4.0 strokes gained on the approach and 6.6 strokes gained tee to green. Top nine last week, that is his best finish this season. No wins on tour. He doesn't have any wins on tour, but it was his best finish. And it was a good finish for us. I, I love the value. And But this is a guy who's got six wins in the Corn Ferry Tour, which has some pretty good golfers in it. So, I mean, don't count him out. And especially with this field here, I mean, I think he can kind of – this is one of those players that – I don't know why – his lines plus 3000. I think it would be a little lower, but I think it's actually might be a very, I I'm just, maybe I'm just wishing I was getting better value on it because I think that this, I think he's a golfer that, that has a really good shot here. Uh, last year he had a, a top 30 here. And then in the past 24 rounds of golf, he ranks eight in birdie or better situations and fifth on par fours between 400 and 450. And uh, strokes gained, T to green last year. Here, he had 10.8. So, I think this could be a deadly combo for a win. But I think top 10, I I don't know, Matt. I think this could be the one where, where we're getting both of those picks to hit. We're, we're getting the win and we're hedging that top 10 on it. Because this is just a guy who's playing some really great golf right now. So, I don't know. I'm very excited to see him to see where he's at over the weekend and, and kind of follow him this weekend. It's probably one of the one of those golfers that I'm actually most excited about. I got one more top or I got two more tops for us. So I got a top 20 and it's Eric Cole. I know this is probably some people a lot of people like this guy to win it. It top 20, it's plus 160 still. So he's one of the best putters in the world um, in putts per hole. He ranks number three at 1.3. So I don't know if you know this, Matt, but if you're ranked number three, there's only a couple people that can be higher than you, and there's a lot of people that can be lower than you. So he's above golfers we see as some of the best in the game currently. So i.e. Scheffler, i.e. Rom, i.e. Um, Fowler, like he's better than than a lot of these players. Cantley, all those guys. So he sat out last week, so he can for sure be well rested and, and just come in here and just fly and just easily take this one. But I'm going to be a little bit more conservative here. So he had a top six at the RBC Canadian and a top fifteen at the PGA Championship. And of course, the championship is that that course is a little tougher, and this is a very easier course. So, I think top twenty here. This was also one of those picks that I was going to take as one of my locks of the week. But I I, I think it's for sure going to hit. I, I don't want to have too many locks of the weeks. So I only want to have one. But I, this was a a 
like that other one was was one A. Henley for the top ten was was A. This is B. So I I just I'm just loving his his chance to just come out here and and, and top here. So let's get into my last top. And it's a golfer that I don't really have too much. I don't really want to talk too much about because I've talked about him last week and he didn't make the cut last week and I'm still upset about it. And it's uh Axey Batia, but I got him for a top 40 and it's plus 125. And the only thing I need to tell you about that is at this course, he averages 35th here in his career. So I think that that's not outlandish just to throw a little bit on that for a plus 125 for a top 40 for Akshay Batia. We're not going to get too much more into that on him. Let's get into my long shot. I know that I told you guys that I wish I had a little bit more on him last week. He was my long shot last week. And he was playing very well last week until he had one bad day. And it's Dylan Wu. And the reason that I got him as my long shot, so he's plus 6,000 at the long shot at, at, to win it. I'm hedging him with, oh, what was I hedging him with? I don't remember. I think I was hedging him with a top 20, Matt. Will you pull up the top 20 value on Dylan Wu? I, I just didn't pull that one up. There's always one. So while Matt pulls that up, so I have Dylan Wu. He's in Illinois. He well, He's a native to Illinois. I mean, he's from Oregon, but he lives in Illinois. And he almost won last week until that bad last plus day. Plus 290. Plus 290 for the plus for the top 20. Yep, that's what it was. I, I think he easily clears that. And this is a guy who has only missed seven cuts this season. And he has a top 10 at the Honda. He had a top 24 last week. And he had a top 43 last year, last year here. But in the last day here, he shot a minus five. So it shows that he kind of progressed well like it was his first time playing here but after three days he kind of got familiar with the course and shot his best day and, and he made the cut on the last day here so he made the cut on his first year so i do think that he plays better than he did last season i think that he is a player that's playing some very good golf i'm not concerned with his bad last day this will be a good course for him to kind of reset things on So yeah, Dylan Wu, long shot plus six hundred or plus six thousand. Hedge it with a top twenty at plus two ninety. I think that that's just. I don't want to get too much more into into that. I got two more for us, Matt. I got my first round leader and I got my fade. Which one do you want? Fade. All right. I don't think you're gonna like who I'm fading this week. It's a player that you had. I think you had him last week, maybe. I'm not sure. I know you had. Maybe you didn't. It's so I'm fading Matt Kuchar this week. And the reason I'm fading him is because he hasn't had one of the best seasons this this year. And he's only got four top tens in the this season. He's coming off back to back missed cuts and He's only ranked 51st in FedEx Cup points this year. Um, so he's all really only in the first playoff event, like right now. 
he ranks number 57 in the world rankings and he's kind of going trending downwards he's going in the wrong direction of that i know it's a week that he can kind of come out there he does have nine pga tour wins and i think he's earned in the upwards more of like 50 million dollars in his career but i don't see him i don't see him doing i'm just I'm I'm not really high on him until he kind of comes out there until he wins one, you know. Could he win one this week? Yeah, but I I think his golf has been too sporadic this season, so I'm fading Kuchar. I wouldn't even be surprised if he kind of falls and tails out of this FedEx Cup point standing. So we'll kind of see where it's at there, but that's why I'm fading him. I got my first round leader and plus 5,500 value on this. And it's Patrick Rogers. So this is a guy who is a Midwest native, seems to like it at the, 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 the TPC deer, uh, John Deere. In the last five tournaments here, he's posted a 64, two opening round 65s, and he's made his cuts all five years. He had, I think last week he opened with a 66 and this is an easier course than it was last week. So I think there's no doubt that he can kind of keep going from that, but he's ranked 35th in strokes gain total and 52nd in strokes gain putting. So I think with his familiarity and comfort with this tournament and this Midwest golf that he kind of plays very well at, um, is enough to kind of just get things off the back of his head, especially in day one, where he can come out there and play very well in in a putting putting contest where he, if it happens, he can show that he's probably ranked near the top of this group of golfers and definitely in the top of group of golfers in strokes uh, strokes gained off in total. So I have him for my first round leader, Patrick Rogers, plus fifty five hundred. What do you think, Matt? Those those are my picks this week. I don't know. I know you're just mad we'll that, see that we'll see how that matches up against my parlay. We'll see. I I'm excited to see your parlay this week. All right, start it out. How many legs? I'm guessing seven. Right on the dot. Boom. But I've got seven, but I've also got a variation on it, too. What do you got? So I'll save the variation piece till the end, because it, it, only one thing differs in it. Okay. So the first, I will go with the top ten of Chris Kirk. I like it. Plus 340. Okay. Uh, you got Denny McCarthy, top 20, minus 105. Okay. Ludwig Aberg, top 30, minus 105. Right on that borderline, yep. Dylan Wu, top 40. Love it. Plus 115. Very good. Oh, wow. that might have. If I would have known that, that might have been my lock of the week. Adam Schenk. Top 20, plus 155. Mm-hmm. Now, this is where you and I are going to disagree. 
Matt Kuchar. Plus 160, top 30. Like I said, Matt, I when I fade him, I'm fading him just, I don't know. Like the top 30 is, I think he's going to kind of right, be right around that range. So what do you think leg number seven is? It's JT Poston for a top 40. It's JT Poston for a top 20. Ooh, we want the top 20 on the Postonator. And that's plus 230. I mean, it's not outlandish. He won it last season, so I'd be inclined to say that he, he's going to come out and hopefully play better. The you only thing 10 I- bucks on that. You're looking at 78, 79, and 47 cents. What's the variation? The variation is actually moving Poston to a top 10. Ooh. That turns into a plus 500, and it basically doubles your profit on there. Uh, it'll turn it, it'll turn it uh, from plus 78.79 to plus 14,000. I think if you put that post into a plus top 10, I think you take that Kuchar down to a top 40. I think that would even out very well, and you still get added value to it. Just saying. My mind is made up. I know your mind's made up. We'll see. You had the Marikawa and you had the Ricky Fowler pick last week, so I'm not 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 dogging you down. I know you're surprised with how how low I have uh, Boston this time. Eh, it's you know it's better to play safe rather than sorry on some of those golfers that you really really like. You know, there's some tournaments that people are favorites on, and then they don't even make the cut. You know, just a bad something can happen. I think the weather's supposed to be very well or very good the entire tournament. So I don't think the weather's going to be too much of an issue. I think it's just brisk winds. So not even, I think it's like nine miles an hour is the average that's going to be going on that entire tournament. So I think weather's not going to play a big factor. So I think, I think it's just going to be a very easy course, a lot of easy golf um, this week. So I think it's kind of anybody can, can play well. So yeah. I'm not, I think this is a good parlay to kind of have. This would be one of those parlays where I would probably do maybe like four top thir- uh, thir- 40s and like four top 30s and then maybe two top 20s. Let me give you a parlay to do, Matt. Can I do a parlay? You you, you pull it up because you can do that one for me. Uh, I suppose. All right. So it's going to be a 10-legger. 10? Yep. Ten legger. Okay. All right. So these are going to be my top forties. I want you to take Kuchar. No, don't do Kuchar. Do Pawson. I'll take Pawson for a top forty. Do Rogers for a top forty. Do Wu for a top forty. And do Patia for a top 40. Then I'll give you my top 30s once you're ready. I'm just looking for Patia. I know. It's probably down there. He was like in the plus like 10,000 range or some crap like that. 
He was that. He was down there. Uh, there he is. All right. Okay. Top 30s. You're going to take Eric Cole, Alex Smalley, Sepp Straka, and Ludwig Aberg. And then my two top 20s are just going to be uh, Henley and Grio. Nineteen thousand. If you throw ten on it, what? If you throw ten on it, am I gonna throw ten on it? Yeah, if you throw ten on it, that's how much you make. Yeah, nineteen, uh, nineteen thousand six hundred sixty-seven. Damn, guys, I'll see you guys with a new car. I think that hits, Matt. I'm not even gonna lie. I, I honestly think that hits. Can can our putt for the parlay, our first one ever hit, be the highest odds to hit? Highest payout ever? <laughs> Matt. Throw 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 it on that. I'll 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 send you the money. <laughs> I'll cover the whole thing. It hits. I'll I'll give you a, a piece of the pie. I like that one though. That was that is beautiful. That's a lot know, of legs. Huh? That's a lot of legs. I mean, even if you take out three of those legs, I mean, I would take out the Sepstraka. I would take out the um where is it? I don't even remember who I have on there. I would take out the the Jaeger and take out the Batia. I think you still have a very good parlay. You didn't have Jaeger on there. I didn't have Jaeger on there? No. Oh, then take out Rogers. Did I have Rogers on there? Yeah. I think Roger's out. I think that's my who I had. Uh, I was gonna say you do that, it significantly drops. What's it at still though? Is it still was ten nineteen hundred? Ten gets you nineteen hundred. Yeah, I still think that that hits. I think that's a thousand percent that hits. I don't know about you, Matt, but that either one of those sounds like a like a certified dub in my book. Yours is we shall I, see. I kind of like yours a little bit. I, it's growing on me more as I'm thinking about it. I'm inclined. To, I'm I'm eager to see how it does. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> I don't know. Well, I, I think that was I think that's all we have on golf for you guys. Is there anything you else you want to get into before we kind of wrap things up, Matt? I think that's all I got today. Yeah, I don't really have too much more. We have uh we're dropping so I mean if you if you're listening to this, then obviously because the episode before this one is our bad boys of sports episode. We're going to be coming out with our next episode of the series 
uh, favorite sports movie of all time and least favorite sports movie of all time, I believe. Right, Matt? I believe so. And it's going to be with the the Quadra Hydra. So it's going to be your boy, AJ, Matt, and I believe Dan and Dom are both going to be there. It depends on their schedules, but yeah. Yeah, it should be a very, I'm excited for the episode. Should be doing it. Should be dropping sometime in the next week or so. So I'm excited to talk about their sports movies. <laughs> there's, a lot of, there's a lot of bad ones, but also but there's also a lot of good ones. Yeah, also very lot of good ones. But and I feel like a lot of us are gonna uh, agree on one of them. I we got we have to do the thing where we let each other know what our ones are, so we don't have the same one. But obviously, we can be like, "Oh, you had this one, so I went with this one." But I, yeah, yeah, I feel I feel like there's one that a lot of us are gonna go for. Oh, I think so. I, I'm going to let you guys go for that one, even though I think I should get it. But... What? Huh? Which one? I'm not going to tell it. I'm not going to say it on this. <laughs> but I'm going to let you guys get it. Well, if it's the one I'm thinking of, I'll text it to you, Matt. I'll text it to you right now. and You tell me yes or no. <laughs> How about that? Does that work? Yeah, that works. Did you get it? No, but that's a good one. Oh, is that right? Is it, am I on the right track? I'm going to send you a hint, sir. All right. This is exciting. I'm glad that we're going to do this. Is, this, is a, this is nice, Matt. This is really nice. We're just texting each other back and forth. The fans think we have our little love couple, love fest going on. I'm waiting on your hint. Oh, uh, see that I like it, but it's not one of my favorites. It's definitely top ten for me, but it's, it doesn't cut the top five. <laughs> no, um, yeah, no, I. It's tough to get that number one because I I have a list. I I, I really do like my top ten list, but it's just tough. It's gonna like it's tough, like because I I want to. There's so many that I want to talk to you guys about, but it's like I don't know. I mean, we can always do two that we like and one that we hate. I mean, there's that, and then there's so many. There, there's just I, I mean, so many different sports speak to so many different people. I mean, you could, you could go uh, Angels in the Outfield. You could go. Uh, the Mighty Ducks, you could go The Sandlot, you could go Space Jam, you could go uh, Coach Carter, you can go uh, Remember the Titans, yep. Longest Yard, Dodgeball, Basketball. Uh, I mean, there are so many movies. <laughs> There's, yeah, the Slapshot, Goon, you got you got Major League, you got all these all these great movies. Oh, There's also the shows. I mean, Friday Night Lights. You, you have like those dramas. Blue I mean, Mountain State. Blue Mountain State. Yeah, I love Blue Mountain State. You also Eastbound and Down. I mean, That's true. Kenny got, Powers, baby. I got the Kenny Flower, the Kenny Power uh, flow going on right now. It's I I don't know. It's it's tough. But we'll 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 get there, guys. I mean, I'm excited to talk about it. I mean, 
Are we here's the thing. I have a question, Matt. Are we including any of these like like docu-series like about them? I mean, that Manti Teo one was pretty good. The which one? The un, the Netflix Untold Manti Teo story. Oh, I mean, you have that, but you've also got uh, the last dance. I was gonna say you have the one with the referee who was who was uh, betting and gambling with Michael Jordan. No, no, recently. Oh, and then you have um, you also had the Danbury Trashers, the AHL team that pretty much just hired a bunch of goons that just would fight and it was owned by like pretty much the the person who's the soprano tony soprano was based off of yeah it's wild like those ones are very interesting i i mean they're fairly new so i don't think that they can i enjoy them they can't i don't think they could be one of my favorites now i think one of these favorites has to definitely be a classic or something like that but no i i'm excited for i mean there's just so many different things you can go with with this I'm true so you guys are in for a special treat with that episode you could just tell that it's going to be good because we're excited talking about it and we don't even know the full parameters of it yet you know yeah like i said everybody's got a different sport that speaks to them yeah very true very very true well i think that's a good place to kind of finish it off matt i don't know what else you got going on for the fourth of july today but i hope you you have a Good day. I, I figured. I know you said you were going to take a nap, but I know that you're probably going to do something later tonight. Oh, I'm going to get assaulted by a baby. Well, yeah. Well, I don't know if you're going to like your parents or something. Oh, we're going to be we're going to be around the house tonight. No, oh, around the house. Oh, nice. Same here. Same here. Not really. Your parents aren't they? Aren't they uh, on a trip? Are they? Yours. I'm asking you, are they? I don't know. We, we, we've gone over this. Like, they tell you more things than they tell me. Last I knew, your mom was telling me she's going to see Barbie. Oh, she hasn't gone there yet. No, that's that's not for a couple weeks. Ah. But it's only my mom's going. My dad's not going to that. My, my only my mom's gonna go see my my niece and nephew. R.I.P. For her. <laughs> but my dad's staying behind, and yeah. So somebody could bail you out of jail. I don't need no one. I don't ever go. I I'm a very I uphold the law, Matt. <laughs> You're the one who'd be going to jail. You'd be, I don't know about that. Well, I mean, I'd obviously frame you. <laughs> and then I would come bail you out. I'd either bail you out or I would I would break you out. One of the two. Maybe oh, one goes in one with the other. I don't know. That's something maybe we should test out sometime. <laughs> I don't know. I... I think I'm going to order a pizza, though. I'm, I'm kind of hungry. so right. Have fun. Get that pepperoni and bacon. I don't know. So here's the thing. that I love the pepperoni bacon, but I also love buffalo chicken. 
the toss and fire, I don't know if it's open today, but if it is, I'm going to get that because they do the buffalo chicken, pepperoni, bacon combo, put it together on one. I know it sounds like a lot and you think I'm going to die and, and you think I would weigh like 500 pounds just hearing that. But no, I, I assure you I'm a solid 170 and I'm 6'1". So I, it's not like I'm like four foot eight, 170. I'm 6'1", 170. I could eat this pizza and I won't feel guilty about myself, Matt. <laughs> All right. Well, you have fun with that. I will. I don't know. You have fun taking your nap. Hopefully you'll be able to do that with the, with the kids. So I don't know, I guess from sports line predictors and sports rambling, the better podcast, we just want to say thanks for listening and coming along. And wait, 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 I got, I got breaking news. What's the breaking news? The hot dog eating contest was canceled due to weather. <laughs> that's that's funny. All right, so I want to know. All right, so I feel like that's very counterproductive because the hot dogs are going to get wet anyway because they're dumping them. Is this just because for the fans that are going, or is this like why? There's lightning. You can't move it indoors. It's not like. This is something that can't happen inside. That's why it's also why the Yankee game is uh, delayed right now. Yeah, I know. It's okay. Um, Volpe cashing out huge last night. Hit a home run. Every time you think Volpe's Volpe's done, Volpe like you're not high on Volpe. He comes out and hits a hits a home run. Had him for that scored run last night. Plus one forty value for the page. Get out there, follow it. Instagram at Sportsline Predictors. On Twitter and TikTok, it's at SportsLineP. Matt, that's how we got to end it right there. That was super clean. Jeez. Gosh. That's how you got to do it. See, what you guys heard it here. AJ loves you. I love you. You heard it here. Matt loves you. That's true. All right. Well, Matt, it's always fun talking to you, and it's always fun talking sports with, with our – regardless if people are listening or not, you know? That's true. It's always a good time. I'm sure, I'm sure I'll send you some uh, picks later tonight. Yeah, I'm going to send you some real important stuff over the weekend, so be on the lookout for that. All right. All right. See you guys and everybody. Goodbye.